Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Fearless Pursuits Podcast Breakthrough to Success, or welcome if you are brand new to the podcast. So glad to have you here. Um, We are starting a brand new series I'm super excited about. Uh, We finished up our last series talking about the mindset. So there were five of those in the series. If you have not heard them, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And after this podcast episode, go back and listen to those. You can binge them, um, but definitely subscribe so that you can get notified of when I'm publishing the podcast episodes. So With this brand new series, this is all about sales objections. So as a success coach for entrepreneurs, we realize that a lot of what we do when it comes to our failures or our successes has everything to do with our mind, has everything to do with what we're thinking and what we're feeling and the actions that we're taking or not taking. We realize that we're always experiencing an outcome based on what we're able to do or not do. And we see sometimes that where where we are today is not really where we want to go and that there's this huge gap in the middle. So we have to always be working on that with our mind. And in between are actions. These are actions that we have to take every single day that get us closer and closer to that goal. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about the sales objections and put together a series for you. So we went really deep on the last series. We did five of those episodes. We're going to do three in this series. So we'll go really deep in this. So let's just dive right in. You have the perfect sales call, right? So you've, you've had a sales call and you're vibing really well with your prospect. This prospect is someone that you can absolutely see working with. They're like the perfect soulmate client. You know that you have that solution and then you hear, I can't afford it. You hear something like, I'd love to work with you, but I can't afford it. You're a bit too expensive, right? If you don't know how to answer this particular objection, then you are going to want to listen to this podcast episode because that's exactly what I'm going to be digging into in this episode. So you've heard the term before, leaving money on the table, right? 
Who wants that, right? No one does. We want to succeed in our businesses and we want it to be easy. So the best and the smartest strategy is to actually set ourselves up for a successful sales call or discovery call, whatever you'd call them, before we get on the call, okay? This really helps to increase conversions. It increases our sales. And when we do that, we are increasing our income and we feel amazing. Everybody wins. You're prospect turns into a client, they're getting their problem solved, and you are getting paid to do what you love. So this is one of those situations where you're helping a lot more people. So really overcoming this objection is really the smartest thing that you can do if you are an entrepreneur who has to have some kind of a sales conversation. So this is someone who is a coach or a consultant or even a freelancer because we're realizing that people have to pay us to do something that they want, right? So I want you to know straight away that this particular objection is among Well, I think it's the most uh, common objection. That's what the statistics are showing us, right? So I want you to also understand that when you are getting this kind of objection on the phone or in a Zoom meeting or something like that, it's not the truth. More than likely, they are not telling you the truth. Here's what I know. Because we realize that this is not legitimate, it's a lot easier for us to go deep with our prospect, to really uncover what the real objection is. So here's here's an analogy. Think about the things that you want. You want things, right? You want certain experiences. We all do. But when we think it's going to be difficult to have that thing, then we start feeling like maybe we shouldn't do it. It's too much money, right, to have that car or something, right? But here's what happens. We end up thinking about it. We'll sleep on it. And we really do want it. We realize that it'll solve a certain problem or it will fill a certain need in us And so what we do is we somehow find the money. Think about it. The last time you were looking for a car, or maybe it was your vacation. I always love using the um, improving your kitchen or your bathroom, doing any sort of home upgrades, because it's fascinating to me that people are walking around saying that they can't afford things when they're going into debt for these things, right? Or, you know, maybe you want to have this experience with this coach. You've been following this coach and you realize he or she is the one that's going to be able to help you succeed. And you're realizing, oh, they're, they're kind of expensive. You just know they're expensive. You get on the call with them and then you find out in the offer part that, yes, they are exactly what you thought they were expensive. So the thing about this is we realize that it has to come from how bad we want it. So I can think of myself for an example. I mean, you you think of you the last time that happened. But for me, I'm thinking about the time that I wanted to work with a coach. 
And there were a couple of courses along the way that I really wanted. I'm thinking about uh, the Robbins Madonnas, the strategic interventionists, right? That was uh, Tony Robbins' uh, course to be a life coach, a strategic interventionist. And I had just sold my skin spa and I'm getting a divorce. I'm, so I, I have my three kids. Um, I'm on my own and all I have are credit cards and you know just a little bit of money left over from the sale of my business. So it was, you know, nerve wracking, but I knew that I wanted that. Why I wanted it was, you know, number one is I believed it was going to make me a better life coach. I was life coaching at the time. And I also thought that it would help me be able to understand people, understand my children, understand, you know, relationships after all. I mean, I was just experiencing a failed relationship. So I wanted to make sure that um, the next relationship I go into, I know how to not screw up, right? Because, I mean, ultimately, you know, there's always two parts of the story. You know, I have to own part of that separation in that relationship that ended. So I realized that. And so it was going to cost me a couple of thousand dollars, money that I didn't have at the time. I really did not have that cash. So I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And I just whipped out my credit card and went into debt. And at that time, obviously, it was so scary because of finances. I did not want to go into debt. I wanted to stay out of debt. But I saw the value. I saw that it was going to solve a problem for me. I just knew that if I could understand human psychology and really understand people better, that I was going to be able to serve my clients better. So I invested. I found the money. And here's the thing. When you want something, when I want something, I always find the money somehow, some way. Think about that, right? So when your clients or your prospects are on the phone or on a Zoom call with you and they're telling you that they don't have the money, they can't afford it, it's really not an Ill a legitimate reason because everybody has resources somehow, some way. I know I had a client a while ago who wanted to work with me. And so what she did was is she put her services on sale. She went into a Facebook group and she told everybody, I have someone I want to work with and I need to raise some money. So I'm putting my services on sale. And so she discounted everything like 50% so that she could come up with the money to work with me. And, you know, certainly after she was working with me for a while, we were able to help her increase her rates and help her go out there and start taking different actions, more strategic actions for her to make the money. She made back her money that she invested in me. So that's the thing is we realize that if you want something bad enough, you will find a way. There's lots of different ways. You know, some people will talk to a rich animal or something like that, whatever it is, and find a way to pay them back, you know, or, or your dad or your mom, something like that. So if you want something bad enough, you will find the resources. So this, this is why we say, although this is one of, if not the most common uh, objection that you'll hear on a sales conversation, it is the one that is the least legitimate, um, that's why it's so easy for us to overcome it. 
right? If people really want it, they will find the money. So what we have here is a fake objection. (laughs) And we have to really be able to go deeper in there. So you already know right away when you hear, I can't afford it, that it's, it's sort of like red flags that are coming up in your mind saying, oh, that's not the real objection. What is the real objection? So what we have to do here is we have to ask a few more questions. We have to dig a little bit deeper. And this is what I teach in my sales and confidence mastery. I go very deep into sales and sales psychology as well as you know mindset and confidence. And we do a lot regarding um, wealth manifestation, wealth mindset. So it goes very deep because there's a lot of people that are needing a lot of help in this when they're wanting their business to be more successful. So what are those two questions that you should ask to really dig down and find out what the real problem is? Here's what you do. You ask what the impact of them not solving the problem is. What is it costing them to solve to to um, solve the problem? So we have to find that out. This is really critical for us to understand. If we cannot find out what it's actually costing them to continue having this problem, then you know, we're not going to be able to really overcome any objections, right? So, you know, for example, if someone is um, recently had a stroke or a heart attack or something, and maybe you're like a health coach, um, maybe you're a wellness coach or something, and your your client just had, you know, they have terrible health, and they have their daughter who's getting ready to give birth. They want to be alive to see their grandchild grow up. So this is a really big incentive for them to hire a wellness coach, a health coach or something like that, a fitness coach. It, you know, because it's going to cost them a lot of money if they're out there uh, doing it on their own because they're going to end up going back into the hospital or something like that, or, you know, it's going to cost them their health. So what is it costing them by staying in this problem? Okay, that's important for us to uncover. And then the next question that will help you here is to find out what happens if they don't solve this problem, right? So they're kind of the same thing, but we want to know what the impact of them not solving the problem is, and then ask what would happen if they don't solve the problem. So there's two different ways to ask that, but it's really getting deep. And they will tell you, they will give you the answers that will really help you. So their mind will absolutely see the value in what you have to offer if it actually does solve a really big problem. So they have to see, they have to say it. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to live long enough to see my grandchild. You know, that's a pretty big reason for them to hire a wellness coach. They're on the phone with you, right? But here's the thing. Oftentimes, people are just scared to spend the money. They're just scared of making a commitment. They're scared that they can't do it. See, 
So what you can say is something like, well, you just told me moments ago that if you don't solve this problem, there would be this and that negative issue, all right? So this is where we show them what would happen if they don't do this. This is absolutely critical for us to do, right? So this is the very beginning of where we have to show them the value of what it is you're offering, the value of the solution. Like you're um, a doctor and how a doctor would prescribe something. This is really important for us. Then the next thing that you have to do is, as I said before, find out what their real concern is, okay? So you can, you know, point blank say it, you know, um, if you're talking about money here, you can say, well, what is your budget? What are you looking to achieve? What is the problem that you're trying to solve? Are you looking at any of the competitors? You know, what features and tools or add-ons would make what I'm offering here worth the price? Okay, so, you know, the answers that they provide you will give a great deal of insight into their hesitation, Okay, maybe the value just isn't worth the price. Maybe they want to see if you'll actually negotiate. That's something that is huge for a lot of people because we live in this society where we don't necessarily believe that the price is the price, right? Maybe they have no intention of buying, but they feel kind of uncomfortable telling you no, right? So something is just telling them, <clears throat> I don't know if I can do this. This was something that happened for me. I didn't know that I could really do this program. It was just really, really expensive. I couldn't see the value in that. There was no guarantee that I could actually do it. So, you know, that was one of the reasons why I put the guarantee, the money back guarantee in my sales and confidence mastery, because I realized that um, you know, the difference is between somebody not following through and doing everything that they're supposed to do and then those who actually would. So if you actually do the things that you're supposed to do in any given course, then you're going to succeed. I'm always thinking back to college because we realize with each and every course that we take, we have a specific outcome. We know that if we study those books, if we listen to the teacher, if we take notes, we're good at test taking, we get good grades, we're going to pass, we're going to have this outcome. Here's the thing though, there's no guarantee that you're going to get X job when you get that degree, right? There's no guarantee at all. So I think it's important for us to really understand that Maybe these people's real concern has to do with whether or not they feel like they're not going to actually succeed. So we have to find out what those real concerns are. So a lot of times what they'll do is they feel like they need to be validated. So here's something that you could do, like express empathy, okay? So when they tell you those concerns, you, you can express that you feel empathy. You could say something like, I understand why you'd be concerned about um, the length of time required to um, go through this system, right? So that's, that's really just validating them, okay? And this is really appropriate because we want to be able to acknowledge and, and really emphasize, or rather, um, 
empathize with them with their concerns, right? Instead of just ignoring it, which is what a lot of people do, unfortunately, is they totally ignore the problems. That's a major problem to do that. We have to validate them. Uh, something else that you could do is tell them how you felt um, the way they feel, like, like it's a legitimate concern, okay? You could say something like, um, we've had other customers express a similar concern. Um, so this is a way that it, again, makes them feel very validated. So you're doing this because you're validating and legitimizing the objection, not minimizing it in any way, okay? Here's something else that you can do. You can talk about uh, what you have found um, other people doing, right? So this is something that you can say. Uh, what, what another one of my clients found is once the system is up and running and operational, when, once they're doing the system, it really produces a savings. It really produces an increase in income. It really produces uh, some sort of health result, right? They lost more weight. Uh, their cholesterol went down. So he, what you're doing here is you're explaining how your solution overcomes what they actually stated before, okay? So that's that's really helpful when you can validate them and, and really show that you're not just glossing over their concerns. A lot of times what they're actually saying here is that they don't actually believe in the results. So when your potential client um, really doesn't believe in that, it's really difficult for you to be able to actually convert them. And that's why you have to really be helping them see what your program or your product actually solves. So then they're not giving you these types of excuses, right? Another times they'll say something like, I don't believe in you. So they'll say something like, I don't believe in your product. I don't believe in you or I don't believe in myself. Kind of like the example that I shared with you earlier when I didn't believe in myself being able to do the system following through. And why would I spend $10,000 on something if I don't think I can do it? It's, it's really something that we have to really understand this is the way we all tick. So when you understand these things, it will really help you to overcome the objections so that you can stop leaving money on the table, so that you can really handle the sales objections like a pro, so that you can really succeed in your business like you want to. All right, so so be sure to subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll get notified of when the new podcast episodes are published. All right. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and be sure to give it a five-star rating if you liked it and share it to anybody you think would need it. This is Sharon Lee. Be blessed. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. 
Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.